Politics with Centrix, the data experts for consumer and business credit reports. 13 away from five, uh, political editor Barry Soap is with us now. Hi, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. So we're going to see some changes to the feedback scheme? I think we probably will. It's, um, as uh, to quote a Helen Clark phrase, it's become the victim of its own success because um, it would seem that um, certainly the um, discounts that people get for buying an electric or a low emission car of almost $9,000, they're paid for, well, they're meant to be paid for by fees on the big gas guzzlers that they like to refer to as dirtier cars, uh, like the Utes. But um, if you look at the um, figures that have been put out, and I'll say at the outset, they're not the way they do sound totally, because by the end of June, the scheme paid out uh, almost $117 million in discounts, but it only collected $25 million in revenue. And before your jaw drops totally, um, they started uh, offering rebates in July last year, but only started collecting fees in April this year. So the figures are necessarily skewed. The government, uh, it's spending $300 million on a loan uh, to basically cover the differentiation. But uh, the scheme um, still is paying out more than a third in discounts than it collected in fees over the uh, months since April. So um, the um, Transport Minister, Michael Wood, he says they'll be reviewing them, but he's made a promise uh, that they uh, won't change until April the 1st next year. And, of course, um, uh, they'd be a brave government to start changing things around in what will be an election year. Yeah, very good point. Now, is Labor rushing through this donation legislation? Well, you know, is this, you'd have to ask, the politics of envy, because Labor doesn't get nearly as much in donations, other than the, uh, from the trade unions, that is, than um, what other political parties like ACT and the National Party get. Well, they uh, introduced this legislation that um, essentially makes it uh, that you've got to publicly disclose uh, donations um, above $5,000. It used to be $15,000. Both ACT and National are opposing it. Uh, This legislation had its first reading yesterday, and uh, it'll be through, apparently, by the end of next week. So they're pushing this through with great Mm. urgency. Um, It'll require also donations of more than $20,000 to be disclosed within 10 working days in an election year. That's down from $30,000. Now, the point that was made, and I think it's a pretty good point, uh, by um, particularly David Seymour from ACT, uh, he said it would result in uh, donations to some political parties uh, drying up. And he claimed that uh, it was a bid by Labor to screw the scrum to penalise ACT and National. And he gave a pretty good example. He said um, if the 225 donors who gave between five dollars and $15,000 at the last election dropped their donations to less than 5000 to avoid being named, that would knock $1.2 million off the amount that had gone to uh, ACT and the National Party. Uh, ACT would be down, he said, overall by $300,000. National, which is the got 
the most donations by far would be uh, um, uh, $600,000 out of pocket, while Labor would be only $170,000. Yeah. Well, you know, just, just go figure that uh, Labor wants this through. The point is, Heather, that if people do give to political parties, they give for a reason. They like their policies. That doesn't mean they're going to buy their policies. And some of them, a big company, for example, that would give money to National as opposed to Labor, it, it may not want to be named because it might not want to be disadvantaged by a Labor government in the future. And, yeah. you know, you can understand why there's some secrecy around donations to political parties. Yeah, to be fair. And, and to be fair, the reason I, I suspect they're pushing it through right now is because the donations trial is on, right? And this neuters the political risk that they have from, from voters. Are we going to get the Com Games, do you reckon? Oh, honestly. Well, Grant Robertson, uh, he'll be there now because the opening ceremony has uh, come and gone. And uh, so he is uh, in Birmingham. And uh, he said that, uh, look, uh, they haven't made any decisions about hosting future Commonwealth Games. And don't forget, we did have um, the Commonwealth Games games in Auckland in 1990 and before that in Christchurch. And I remember this. Uh, I shouldn't really hear that because it's a long time ago in uh, 1974. That's where John Walker, <laughs> I think, uh, got gold. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it's um, we have had it here twice. But, you know, I heard you um, uh, musing earlier on, have they passed their use-by date? Uh, even though there's 72 countries at the Commonwealth Games competing at the moment, that's a lot. But, um, you know, I've got the Olympics. Why do we have to have the Commonwealth Games? Oh, stop sake? it. Barry, stop it. Thank no, you I very much. It. We'll grouch. I mean, they don't excite no. me. Oh, go, go, goodbye now. Barry Soper, political editor. He'll be back. We'll wrap the political week that was later.